This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Now this one is for you tech geeks like uh, Peter SFX Mashavani here uh, who's been a... I know he's been like... Uh, so blown away and excited by this uh, app. But hear this now. So in what would be a, for the first defamation lawsuit against the automated text service, Chat GPT, a regional mayor of a town in Australia, is planning on suing OpenAI, the developers of uh, this uh, uh, app. Um, say, so he is going to be wants to sue them if they do not correct uh, Chad GPT's uh, false claims that he had served time in prison for bribery. Brian Hood, who was elected mayor of Hepburn Sh- Shire, uh, which is 120 kilometers northwest of Melbourne, uh, last November, became concerned about his reputation when members of the public told him that Chad GPT had falsely named him as a guilty party in a foreign bribery scandal involving a subsidiary of the Reserve Bank of Australia in the early 2000s. Let's get more on this story. CEO of Worldwide Works, Arthur Goldstack, joins us on the line. Good morning, Arthur. Good to be chatting to you again. Good morning, TT. Always fun to talk on this topic. Now, I tell you, uh, <laughs> I always figured that this could be one of the pitfalls of this um, this uh, this app, you know, um, or this chat GPT. I suppose in the same way one would have, um, as, to some extent, I mean, if you look at something like Wikipedia, you don't take everything that you get from Wikipedia as gospel. But how would uh, something like this come about now where, um, you know, it's effectively fabricated a whole story? That keeps happening with all of these uh, chat platforms. It's not only chat GPT, but also Microsoft's uh, Bing AI and Google Bard. Google hasn't made it available to South Africans yet. It's being rolled out around the world. But when they first uh, announced it, or or rather demonstrated it publicly, they asked it to generate an advertisement, and it did an automatic search, and it got the facts wrong. And that caused Google's share price uh, or market value to drop by about $120 billion. It shows the impact of uh, getting it wrong. And yet they're not moving fast enough in terms of telling people mm. where the information is coming from and how that information is put together. So what's really happening is that it pulls together information from all kinds of sources and then turns it into a story, so to speak. Yeah. So one has to be aware that it's not necessarily factual what you've been presented with. But if you do a search on, for example, how solar power works, it's probably going to get it all right because all the sources will have detailed, uh, factual, accurate descriptions mm. uh, on it. But when it comes to information in the news, it will pull together the bits and pieces and try and create a story out of it, but not focused on what the facts were, but right. rather so, trying to create a sequence of events. So it seems to be that uh, these apps are now, or these platforms are now adopting the old adage of why let the facts get in the way of a good story. That's exactly it, Titi. <laughs> in fact, uh, it's all about the good story rather than the, than the facts. And part of the reason that they're suing uh, or, uh, or are threatening to sue ChatGPT's uh, owner, OpenAI, is because 
ChatGPT doesn't give you the sources. It doesn't give you footnotes. Mm. If you look at Microsoft Bing AI, for example, it gives you all the sources at the end of every piece that it delivers mm. to you. And you can go and check up by yourself. But it also sends out a warning that uh, when it comes to facts, you have to double-check anything that these uh, chatbots tell you. Yeah. But now the worry here is that... Uh, Quite as uh, as the man himself, uh, Bill Hood uh, or Brian Hood himself, acknowledges that a lot of the story is actually true. Like uh, the 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 rest, there's a lot of the facts are correct in the story. The, the facts are almost uh, almost all correct, except for a key fact, which is that he was the the whistleblower in this uh, bribery case, and uh, ChatGPT pulled together the story to name him as the person who was responsible for the bribery itself. And that's a classic example of mm. how uh, these chatbots can get it wrong by making the wrong connections. It's all—it's all about a language model, as they call it. It's not about a fact uh, mm. model. Mm. And the language model is all about giving you a narrative, so to speak, telling you a story. Mm. And uh, until they put more emphasis on it being a, a, a factual and a knowledge model rather than just a language model. We'll keep seeing this kind of thing happening. And I imagine that would be how long, how far off are we from that point? You know, because I see that they've subsequently corrected it and that now ChatGPT does actually state that uh, uh, the, the the man had been incorrectly accused of such and such. But it's, it's still a credit that they have responded, but it took them a while and... It's not that difficult for them to make these kind of corrections, uh, firstly. But the big uh, challenge is uh, to get them to acknowledge their responsibility in mm. giving people a clearer sense of where the information is coming from. And I'm very uh, surprised that they haven't given that massive emphasis. So you may know that the Italian government has banned chat uh, GPT. Uh, precisely because right? it doesn't comply with with privacy regulations in that country. And our Poppy Act is very similar to the privacy regulations in Italy and the, the Protection of Personal Information Act in South Africa. Mm. So it's feasible. It's unlikely to happen because it is an extreme uh, step to take. But it's feasible that the South African government can take the exact same stance as the Italian government mm. because of the fact that it okay. collects personal data without uh, telling you uh, what it's what it's for or how it uses it. So now, what would be your advice, uh, Arthur, when using these chatbots uh, to somebody like uh, Peter who's obsessed with it here? What is the rule of thumb here? The, the rule of thumb is actually very, uh, very simple. Uh, treat anything that these chatbots tell you as a guideline or a framework for information, but not for the information itself. So don't ask it to write an article for you, but ask it to give you a framework or guideline for the article or letter or um, tweet or love letter. (laughs) It's an aid. (laughs) A lot of people are using it for. Use it as an aid. As an aid, exactly. Arthur Goldstock, CEO of Worldwide Works. Thanks so much for talking to us. Thanks, Titi. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.